0: put your on we had to get back to it had to jump back on wax to talk about it i know y'all seen it by now lebron and isaiah stewart getting into it man uh, we saw
1: lebron we saw the king not acting so kingly you know um box out situation lakers down very frustrated lebron james and los angeles lakers team stretch of games where you know close games where they shouldn't have been closed Close games where they lost where they should have won now they're down to the lowly pistons you know what i'm saying and uh free throw comes out isaiah stewart's playing hard like he should lebron he's on lebron lebron looks at him looks at him again he's like Hits him with a little. I don't even want to call it an elbow. He de- he punched him in the face. He he like side hammered him <laughs> in the dome piece, right? And Isaiah Thomas, no, Isaiah Stewart, right there. It was a UFC move. LeBron should have been in the NFL. That's him. You know what I'm saying? Slapping arms away while he's a receiver. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's, that's exactly what he did. Um, but, yeah, man, Isaiah Stewart ate the blow. Refs called a tech, whatever, whatever. He gets into LeBron's face. And I'm going to tell you what. That takes some moxie. It takes a little bit of gumption. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the, the day, right, you get hit. You know what I'm saying? You get off balance. You stutter a little bit. You look up. Nine out of ten people see LeBron. They ain't keeping that same energy. You know what I'm saying?
0: So he gets in we LeBron's that Austin face. We saw River situation. <laughs> from the bubble literally literally he he looks this happened before
1: you know what i mean lebron's used to punking motherfuckers right and again at the end of the day right i don't think that lebron's intention was to side hammer him in the face and he was bleeding and all that but what kind of positive intention can you have you know what i'm saying he's losing he got pissed guys playing hard on him he hit him with a little i'm too good back off you know what i'm saying and i think (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Russ got in there. It was it was actually really entertaining. I actually felt bad for Isaiah.
0: I felt bad for him, bro. I mean, it's hard not to feel bad for him when he's looking like that, walking around with that bloody mouth, anger tears probably strolling down the man's face. Exactly. It was like, bro,
1: he reacted like like that kid in middle school, you know what I'm saying? I got kinda like punched up on, right? That's trying but to go didn't super realize Saiyan? What? But didn't realize the effect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but nah didn't realize to the effect of what they got like beat up right and then he like saw the blood it's like he looks in the mirror saw how fucked up he got and just charged up was like "Ah!" bro that shit was anger child rage that shit was child rage and i know i know you saw gilbert Arenas' take on it bro
0: Oh, yeah. Gilbert wrote a short novel. I definitely read all of it. Got my popcorn <laughs> in too. hand, too. Yo, That was hilarious. He schooled him. Showed I say welcome to the league moment. You should know this by now. This ain't year one for you, boy. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he he got in LeBron's face. He wasn't just looking at one man. He was looking at the whole association. That was the crest in front of him. <laughs> and if and, he, and he, t- you should be glad he didn't take that punch. Because honestly, he probably wouldn't play another game. I think, yeah. I think that's what Gil said, right? Part of what he said.
1: No, he said if there's people that you don't, you know what I'm saying, you don't start no fights with, it's LeBron, KD, and them light-skinned brothers in Golden State, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) you stay away from those, and then he said the only people, this note had me dead, he said the only people or teams who are allowed to fight are whatever teams Rondo and Chris Paul are on. (laughs) They got grandfathered in,
0: they got grandfathered in from the old NBA.
1: And anyone who says LeBron is soft, you guys got to remember, LeBron played in the early 2000s where, you know what I'm saying, it was the back end of that, that grind, rough, rough league, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, man. It, it showed. He was like, man, I'm 20 years. I've been in this game 20 years. This rookie, second year dude is playing me way too close. Like, ah, get off of me. You know what I'm saying? But They forgot
0: the... what the, he had to do with KG, yapping, yapping. uh What's his yeah. name? Um uh what the hell is the guy's name, Lance Stevenson blowing in his ear, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, LeBron yeah, had yeah, to go yeah. through it too, you
1: know? <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. But with all that being said, you know, I know y'all saw I know y'all <laughs> saw him my up, boy put, him up. put put him up, my boy Russell Westbrook for a split second was ready oh, to ride. Gosh. Yo, was ready to I know you saw that Supreme uh Supreme Dreams video, dog. Did you see that shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Same <laughs> night they the had it up. Russ busting the locker room, bro. That's exactly how I imagine Russell busting into the locker room after a situation like that. You know what I'm saying? But hey, jokes. Charged jokes, up. Jokes.
0: Charged up. Yo, but crazy, though, Isaiah Stewart left with five stitches. Five stitches. Because he got yeah, his. Yeah, man. He got opened up right there. I know what I'm saying. And I think <clears throat> what happened is he gradually started realizing, like you were saying, what the hell just happened. And that's why yeah. he didn't charge initially but then charged again five seconds later and then charged again yeah. two minutes later my boy was
1: yeah he was well, looking like he didn't he was, go ahead he got beat up no 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 bro he <laughs> literally didn't even charge because he was disoriented he literally fell to the ground did not know what was going on like again bro we've all picked up if you get hit anywhere near the eyes or the nose bro you need a few seconds to realize what the fuck just yeah, happened absolutely, so bro. you know what i'm saying so and the crazy up. thing
0: is this guy Isaiah a stewart he's a competitive boxer in high school but yo. He, he'd need to be Iron Man in that situation to touch the ball. I mean, no one on that court was letting him get near him, bro. You had well, listen, his bro. whole team, both coaching staff, Fact, security facts, guards. Facts. Everyone was in that mix. Like, yo, you ain't touching
1: him. Yo, he's not touching him because he's LeBron. But let's be honest. Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart, LeBron James in a boxing ring. Isaiah Stewart's a big boy. You know what I'm saying? LeBron, he's he's old. Like, he's not old, but he's getting there. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, Isaiah Stewart did not back down. He's a he's a big dude, man. I don't know. I might best some money on the
0: underdog. <laughs> yeah, and LeBron didn't want that fight. Like, he did not want did any not of that. He did not want that nah. fight. Part of it was, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I think yeah, part yeah. of it was, I actually did rock this man.
1: <laughs> yeah, he felt like, bad, man. And LeBron... Yeah, yeah. I, At the end of the day, maybe, you know... He did hit the guy, there's no way around it, but I don't his intention wasn't to cause him to bleed and shit, you know what I'm saying? We all make mistakes when we're we're all competitive people in this world, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's from the basketball court to the, the financial markets or whatever, whatever in between, you know we're all competitive, right? No one likes to lose, and when I I've, I've been losing before and I've done some things that I'm not so proud of, you know what I mean? So, I don't fault LeBron too much. I just feel bad at the way that it went down and like you said LeBron immediately apologized, issued an apology next day type stuff so i mean i think it'll be all right i i wish that uh isaiah stewart didn't
0: react so strongly
1: imagine getting lebron kicked out and you didn't get kicked out either
0: like that's different (laughs) imagine he gets suspended and lebron doesn't it's gonna be like wait the man that was bleeding all over the court (laughs) that's the one that 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 got suspended The man that got hit, that's the one that got suspended, but... That was a gruesome sight, dog.
1: Down goes Frazier. He literally looked like he picked up a few blows in the boxing
0: ring. Yeah, man. It's a crazy situation. Reminisce, make you think about the mouse in the palace, but uh, it's funny. The funniest thing to me, two things. One, Carmelo on the (laughs) bench. Corey Joe you know, makes he, his way down when uh, Isaiah takes off in the tunnel. I think Corey Joe is like, nah, we are going to make sure he doesn't come out on this side. So he goes by the Lakers bench. Carmelo's like, what are you doing down here? Yeah, you're not coming over here. <laughs> hey, Melo, man, that's my dog. Laugh. That was hilarious to me. Yeah, and the yeah, yeah. other thing was Russell Westbrook's reaction. He kept playing. Obviously, Lakers, as you know, went on to win that game, a great comeback. But Russell, after the game reporter asked him did you get an explanation as to why you got that technical foul during that whole scuffle he was like i got a technical foul did you see this reaction bro Nah. oh yeah Maybe. i did see i got a technical foul yeah
1: i didn't even know i did but then he goes something along the lines but yeah it's russell westbrook so you know yeah 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 he alluded to how the media portrays him and stuff like that. i thought that was hilarious
0: yeah it was funny
1: yeah was- and the funny thing is russ's arms were barely up like that for like a second but yeah. it's funny how they like zoomed on the clip and made if you didn't see the game or if you didn't see what was going on you would have thought russ was like really nah but that was just a quick reaction in the middle of a bunch of stuff going on you know little man in the midst of giants you know what i'm saying <laughs> like <laughs>
0: you gotta right. put him up you know so but yeah man crazy situation but uh with that said, cutie intro
1: i got what you love <laughs> i am your plug. <laughs> Plug, really underplugged.
0: Really underplugged. Oh, really and we are back that's right back again this is another episode of the hoop
1: plug yes sir yes sir and as always rocking with you it's your boy for us man you already know and i got with me in the building stir fry tie yes sir how you doing today my brother
0: i'm doing good doing well how about yourself
1: you already know man Virgin Islands lifestyle, I got the Porsche breeze coming through, you know, the trade winds got my floral on, you know, feeling cozy, feeling cozy. <laughs> and when we get to the Chicago Bulls, I'm going to be feeling a lot more cozier, but we got we got some time. We got some time. You know what I'm saying? But how you been? How you doing, man? Everything blessed?
0: Yeah, man. Blessed, not stressed. Uh, I'm good over here all as well in the Jersey side of things. You know what I'm saying? So excited to bring that energy again to y'all for another podcast.
1: Yeah, man, it's great to be on Wax, man. And, you know, this NBA season has not disappointed whatsoever. You know what I mean? We got a a lot of teams that we didn't expect to do much this year at the top of the conference, you know. But before we even get into that, we got to stay in New York, New Jersey, if I may go that far. You know what I'm saying? We got to talk about someone who was dear to us at one point. My man's Odell Beckham Jr. and his blockbuster move to the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Yeah, man, I think this one caught some people by surprise. Everyone was tossing out destinations. I know every fan wanted OBJ to go to their squad, but he ended up in L.A. That's something that I actually thought would happen. I don't know if you remember, but back from the jump when he was rumors were spinning, he was going to get traded from the Giants. uh, That was one of the places he said he wanted to go L.A. I mean, this guy's a primetime player, at least was for a long time. And uh, he likes the lights where they're bright. That's L.A. So uh, it didn't catch me off guard that he wanted to sign and ended up signing with the L.A. Rams. But it did catch me surprised how rough that debut looked, bro. What would you think about that?
1: Man, there are so many things I got to say, but... I'll actually before we get into that, I'll talk about the move real quick. I was actually more shocked when he went to the Browns uh, as opposed to this move. You know what I mean? It just worked out money wise, you know, position wise, whatever, whatever yeah. at the time. But we've seen that Baker Mayfield cannot get him the ball. You know what I mean? And the Browns are are much, much better than, you know, the Browns of prior, you know, the last few two years before, three years before, before they drafted Maker and got this uh, core of guys. But uh, with that being said, though, man, it was rough. And, you know, OBJ's a star. You know what I'm saying? He lives for the limelight, the blonde hair, the earrings. You know what I'm saying? He, he's doing it for the show, you know? But with all that being said, man, it's it's. I didn't. Ex- I don't know how much we should have expected from OBJ coming into his debut. You know what I'm saying? Not getting a lot of touches on on the Browns. You know, we've seen him go down with injuries in the last few seasons. Hasn't really been consistent. Hasn't really been the Odell Beckham Jr. that we've come to appreciate that he was on the Giants, uh, on the New York Giants. You know. Um, with all that being said, you know uh, they're throwing him into a starting role. You know they just lost. I think it was their second or third string receiver. I don't remember his name at the moment. But point is, he's. Thrust it into the star, into the light, you know? Um, First game in the first game back, man, he did not look like OBJ. Not at all, you know? And we expected them to do a lot. This Rams team is electrifying. They're good on both ends of the field, yep. and yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think it was just a case of too much too soon. Like you said, I mean, the plan was he's just going to be returning kicks. Then an hour for game time, it's, oh, he's starting. Now they're force-feeding mm-hmm. him down the field on the first series <laughs> of the game. It's like... Yo, it's been two days. <laughs> y'all can't know that much. How how are y'all expecting to even be on the same page? And we showed, it showed that they weren't Um, with that pick, obviously, with the miscommunication between him and Stafford. But I think it's going to work out, man, over the long term. I got faith in OBJ. I know when he gets open space, what he's capable of. And um, I think it's going to end up working out. We'll see around playoff time because that's when the real test will come, uh, how this guy is looking with the new offense in LA.
1: Hey, I'm with you. And like you said, you know, it's it's been two days since he was signed. There's no way in hell, man. He's going to learn all those plays, learn all those routes. You know what I mean? For the most part, when you're a star, you know, like the level of OBJ, you can pick it up and kind of do some things off the fly. But you're not going to be starter ready, ready for, you know what I'm saying, 20 catches or, tw- you know Facts. what I'm saying? I mean,
0: he must have been in the huddle. Matt Stafford was on the back of the football. Like, this is what I want you to do. <laughs> <Five> <laughs> hard cut. You know what I'm saying? For like real. drawing it up yeah. like it's backyard football. But I mean, like you said, I think I think it's going to work out over the long run. This guy's super talented. That offense, super talented. Their coordinator, I don't remember his name right now, but one of the bright young minds in the football Oh, um, I'm I'm
1: with you. I'm with you. And Matt Stafford can throw the football. He can definitely find OBJ. I just think, you know, being that football is such a play intensive sport more than any other sport, actually. You know, it's it would have been good to let him ease into things. But that's not the way the cookie crumbled. With that being said, we're wishing uh, OBJ luck, you know, as a former giant. See what the Rams do this offseason. And I'm with you. You know, they got all the pieces in play.
0: All right. That's it. We got to talk about someone, something, some team right here in my heart. All right.
1: And I was going to let you intro this one because, you know, I think it's just, just sounds better coming from you, you know?
0: <laughs> the Knicks suck, guys. The Knicks suck right now. <laughs> There's no better way for me to say it. I want to return on Julius Randle. This guy is tentative. He's passive. A lot of the time, unengaged <laughs> defensively. I don't know what happened, but he reverted to two years ago. Bull in China shop for the worse. Um, the good things is after those first week and a half of basketball, he realized that he sucked and he stopped trying to force it as much. But um, really, this was a team that was created around Julius Randle. When we made the signs, we did this offseason and brought everyone back. That was with the expectation that Julius Randle would be the same player he was last year, not the playoffs, but during the regular season when he was an all-star and the most improved player in this league. That has not happened so far for this team. The highs have been high and the lows have been lows, man. You got those great wins over Milwaukee, Chicago, and the opening night thriller in the, <laughs> with Boston. But the lows have been bad, man. We can't lose to Orlando twice in one month. That you is crazy. It's embarrassing. Also, We're the only team they're also, good against. <laughs> they have three wins, two of them against us. You guys also
1: can't be losing to the Cavs by 20. I know you forgot about that one. No count. Oh, oh. <laughs> y'all have my boy Ricky Rubio looking like a star. Yeah, 37, dro- 10, <sighs> three, three rebounds. My man was on the boards.
0: Yo, no, nah, yeah, but he, to keep
1: it a full. No, nah, go, go ahead, go ahead.
0: No, you got it. Uh, I, I don't want to add to it. Go ahead. You got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but to, to, to be fully honest, so first off, that's Ricky Rubio's career high. He'll never play that well again. It's just unfortunate it had to happen at MSG, you know. But uh with that being said, though, um, I think you're kind of undershooting your Knicks a little bit. I mean, nine and seven, fifth in the conference, and a surprisingly very competitive Eastern conference is not bad for this young New York Knicks team. I'll tell you what, I'm with you. Julius Randle has definitely come back to earth. But, you know, I mean, he could be playing worse. He has some very, like you said, I think the best way to have described it was very high highs. For example, the double overtime win opened the season up. But some very low lows, like you mentioned, the Magic and the Cavs losses. So I think this Knicks team is building that experience, getting that grit and grind ready so they can get ready to make a playoff run because they're going to be in the playoffs. You know what I mean? They got these young guys. I think the big thing is this, right? If everybody can kind of get into form and be
0: consistent, really. And when I say the Knicks suck, I don't mean that they suck. Like, they actually suck. What I really mean is it's just a frustrating <laughs> bunch to watch. Any Knicks fan has been watching these games has been on a heart monitor with me, and they know what I'm talking about, (laughs) man. The starting unit has been awful. Literally, for the minutes they played before last night's game, they have the worst defense for that starting five in the NBA history. That's how bad they've been. The bench unit has been good. Obi Toppin took a big step. Emmanuel Quickly still balling. Derrick Rose, even though he struggled the last game with the turnovers, has been... Probably our best player so far, but that starting unit has been miserable and just all around hard to watch, man. It's just a frustrating way to be nine and seven. There was a good outcome to be nine and seven, which is what we did last year. All these games were close. If we were losing, it was because you knew the team across the court was better than us. That has not been the case when you're losing to Orlando, when you're losing to Cleveland in the style you're losing. Third quarter is looking awful, blown out leads can't close in the last 5 minutes it's it's just bad basketball
1: No, and I'm with you. And the funny thing is, this Knicks roster has improved heavily, in my opinion. And, I mean, it's not necessarily just signings, but maturity. You know, you guys pick up Kemba Walker, pick up Evan Fournier. You know what I mean? Um, Julius Randle, we expected him to at least be consistent, if not take the next step. Same thing with R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson. You know, these are all guys that perform. I think Mitchell Robinson performed above standards. R.J. Barrett, you know, was right around where he should have been. Could have been better, but, you know, no complaints there. And you expected to see these young guys kind of take the next step go making it to the playoffs unfortunately losing to the Hawks but that's that's all fine and well for a young team building playoff experience building confidence you know um so I mean we'll see again I hear you for sure you see this lineup you think okay you got some vets you got some former all-stars you got guys that are good and you got a pretty rounded team you know like you mentioned your bench has Derrick Rose and guys like Obi Top and Emmanuel quickly sure young but very good so you know we'll see what the Knicks do I think you know, just a little bit early, like you mentioned, to write them off. It's just frustrating knowing where they could be and where they are. You know, so yeah, I'm with you on that. You got it. I see you wanting to. Yeah, I mean,
0: (laughs) don't think we're done with these (laughs) Knicks. Look, it's it's like you said, it is early. There is time for to write the ship, but I'm really worried about Julius Randall. I I don't know. That we'll see last year's version again. Yep. RJ Barrett, he's been struggling, but he got off to a hot start. I think he'll get back. Kemba Walker, he's been great these last couple games. He's figuring it out. Evan Fournier has been up and down, but I trust the 19 per game he's averaged his whole life. And I know that it'll come (laughs) back. Julius Randle, I'm really, really worried about. It's... It's the complete lack of aggression. It's so far being caught in between on what to do. It doesn't look good. I mean, you're going to see we we play each other tonight, which is what we're going to talk about later. But I I don't like it. I'm worried about it, man.
1: <laughs> nah, I hear you. You know, we thought that Julius Randle had made that next step and his biggest problems earlier in his career wasn't that he wasn't capable. It was just the consistency issues. So definitely something to worry about with this Knicks team. But like you said, you know, we'll give them a chance to try and prove themselves correct. We got a touch, man, on a team that, you know, are really building on their last year's successes. You know, no one expected to be where they were last year. No one expected for them to keep it up, especially the hot start we've seen in the Western Conference from teams like the Golden State Warriors. But the Phoenix Suns, behind CP3 and Devin Booker, have been absolutely hooping, man. You know, they win 11 games in a row. Why don't you touch on that for us real quick, man?
0: Yeah, man, and it's, like you said, a lot of teams, not a lot of teams, but a few of them have been white hot, Golden State one in mine. But this yeah, is a yeah. bunch in the Phoenix Suns that started out real cold, one in three. But when you have mm-hmm. a veteran leader like CP, that one in three is just a bump in the road. For some younger squads, that one in three is a hole in the tire, capable of ruining <laughs> a whole stretch of games. But CP, veteran leader, a whole bunch that buys in. And they're truly tested, right? That playoff run, just because you make it to the finals and lose doesn't mean you learned nothing. So this is a team that's been that's through the fast. fire and they're showing that 11 in a row is something that's very hard to achieve. And I actually don't see it stopping. soon. I can see them yeah. going to 12, 13, maybe 14 games, 15. You're playing the Knicks. You know, they got the Knicks a couple <laughs> of games ahead. So we'll see.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you're running through there. I think it really stopped. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, it, they, they do play the Nets after that. So we'll see how long they can keep this streak going. You know, they got a couple yeah. of tough after that between the Nets and the Warriors like you mentioned but nah this Suns team is the truth like you said they lost last year was really just due to inexperience and Giannis just balling out you know what Probably I mean there's big. certain things you know otherworldly you know what I mean he's honestly in terms of dominance and I know it's really hard to say that with LeBron in the league and the things that we've seen but when it comes to physical dominance closest people we've seen so dominant are people like Shaq and Will Chamberlain you know what I mean just absolutely and bro, we gotta
0: touch on this I know you saw that 50 point gem that he laid on the feet of los angeles yo oh yeah that game against the lakers he's hitting threes he's dominating dunking everything ad <laughs> can't stop him like it's yeah. he, he Yo, bullied that game AD. made me that game made me rethink it bro we got to think about this hierarchy now one two and three we might have to shuffle he's top three you and see not what three happened? he's top three Did and you maybe not two yeah and i mean
1: given that lebron is where he is just coming back from injury wherever wherever between him, Steph, and KD. It's a really a toss-up, and to be quite frank, KD has not been playing to the level that Giannis has been playing at. Well, Steph has been playing out of his mind. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. can't really – there's nothing we could knock to say that, but Giannis – But when you think about we,
0: defense – and Steph's been playing great defense, but he's been, yeah at 6'3", you're not going to be able to do it A 6'10", 6'11", 7'10". You're not changing the
1: do. game. Exactly. You're not changing the scope of the game with defensive plays the same way Giannis – Shaquille O'Neal a Will Chamberlain I'm, I'm mentioning them in the same breath which some people might think what are you crazy mentioning Shaq and Giannis different position different build but if you think of just the dominance aspect how they bully their opponents night in and night out yeah there's a comparison there you know um but we're getting a little bit off topic because we did <laughs> we did bring up the Phoenix Suns you know um but like we mentioned you know Giannis Absolutely bullied them in the finals. There's nothing you can do about that. But they bounce back. Chris Paul is only getting older. You know what I'm saying? But the beautiful thing about this is it's Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. I love Mikael Bridges. He's that glue guy for that team. You know what I'm saying? And my boy, you know, Crowder, you know? Um, So that team is just set up perfectly. Uh, You have your, I mean, CP3 is a Hall of Fame point guard. But where he is right now, he's not... He's not the number one option or number one focus on the offense, which is great because he uses his facilitating to facilitate that offense. So you have Devin Booker as the number one option. You have a young center in DeAndre Ayton who has – a huge ceiling, you know, he's not even playing close to his best basketball and he's still still OK, you know, so let's see where that goes. And like I mentioned, you know, Mikael Bridges, uh, Crowder, these glue guys, defense guys that really hold the starting lineup together. And then you throw CP three in there, man. You saw what he did with the Thunder. You saw what he did with this team last year, they're they're ready. You know what I'm saying? They're rebuilt. You know what I mean? They're they're energized. They're ready. You know, they got experience. and they're locked
0: in. Let's give yeah, a shout man. to the head coach of the squad, Monty Williams, who's doing his thing. Got the team yeah, man. clicking on all cylinders defensively, four games in a row, holding uh, the opposition to under 100 points, which is unheard of nowadays. Um, yeah, they're, they're locked in defensively. They're pushing the pace, second in pace in the NBA, and it's working. It's working. Yeah.
1: Um, and again, we can come back to Giannis, man. Giannis has been hooping in that game. You know, he dropped 47, I think it was like 9-7 and seven against the Lakers, dominated them, you mentioned. Excuse me, 47-9-3. and three. Uh, You know, next guy up is scoring 17 points. So, like, he really carried them to that victory. You and know. they're doing
0: it without Middleton, um, which is the yeah. craziest part. Yeah,
1: well, I'm Middleton sure. was back for that game. Oh, he was back for that? St- okay. But nonetheless, you're right, for a long
0: portion of the season –
1: they were. And they're just sitting just above 500 at eighth in the conference. But we expect that to change for and sure. And this is
0: another team you could see winning 11 in a row, just like Phoenix is doing right now. I mean, they're definitely yeah. capable.
1: Yeah, yeah. But with all that being said, we're talking about teams that are just winners, teams of capable of <laughs> winning 11 in a row. It it's a perfect time to touch on the, the Windy City. You know what I'm saying? The, the city next to the Great Lake, you know, huh. Chicago. And their basketball uh, franchise the chicago bulls you know what i mean i'm not even going to mention the actual topic we just got to go into the bulls real quick man you know what i'm saying we gave the knicks their love we got to touch on the bulls i don't you know, know if I'm it saying? was
0: love but we're gonna let you ride
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey listen man any publicity is good publicity like my man's kanye said you know what i mean so uh with that being said though you know this chicago bulls team has been one of the most exciting teams to watch point blank period you know it's the first time in a long time the first time in franchise history that's for damn sure where you have two teammates averaging 25 points plus a game where DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine are not doing that you know what I mean they have a hard-fought win against the Nuggets you know they come back to that they do blow a lead to the Trailblazers but then again Damian Lillard had to catch fire eventually you know he's not going to play like that yeah. all season you know and it is what it is but we before that we beat the Lakers we beat the Clippers uh started off as a close game to the Warriors, beat the Mavericks, uh, beat the Nets. You know, I mean, this Bulls team is excited. We got Caruso off the bench leading the league in steals. We got Lonzo facilitating, shooting the best in his entire career that he's ever shot. We don't even have Vooch back yet, man. You know what I mean? So this Bulls team is scary. And I think things are just getting a lot scarier for their <laughs> opponent tonight. <laughs> you know what I well, mean?
0: I said it last podcast. I'll say it again, but I won't say it too many more damn times. The, the bulls are the bulls are good. They, they look good. It's all fitting together um, flawlessly, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are a threat in this Eastern Conference. They are a real threat. They are in my upper echelon of teams, probably my top two teams, along there with the Miami Heat, as what you got to consider the favorites to make it out right now. I mean, yes. Milwaukee can turn the tide. Yes, Brooklyn can get Kyrie Irving, <laughs> but yeah, those aren't absolutes. So right now, that's the that's the cream of the crop, right? Uh, don't want to get much better given. than that in the Eastern Conference right now. Yep. yep but yep. My oh, my no. Knicks did beat you guys one hundred four to one hundred three, and even though that score was decided by one point for a lot of that game, we know it wasn't even that close Ooh. tonight. The Knicks are in Chicago. I think, right? I think they're back in I Chicago. So, yeah. Home game for your squad.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And in I got to say, Center, baby,
0: get ready for offs. You guys are going to win this game. <laughs> We're I not mean, playing that I mean, well. Uh, I think it's going to be close, but I, I do not see my squad pulling this one off because uh, I'm an honest guy. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: hey, man, listen, and honesty is much appreciated. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Needless to say, you heard it from Stir Fry Tide first. The Bulls are locked for tonight. Put your (laughs) money in. Bet thousands of dollars. Bet your next paycheck if you're trying to get rich. Bulls Uh, tonight. You know what I'm saying? United Center, you know, uh, lock it in. Cerise Picks, bro. Cerise (laughs) Picks. You heard it here first, man. Between Stir Fry and me, like, you can't really go wrong, you know? So, man. It's still going to be a
0: close game. And, you know, anything can happen once that ball is tipped up in the air. If you guys do win, if you do, that makes Uh it 1-1. I'm sure the next time we see each other next, we'll be in a better place. Okay. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. No doubt. When we win and we see you guys next time, <laughs> we'll be two and one for sure. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's going on, man. You know what's going on. Bulls, baby. We'll see though. All right. We'll all see. Right. I'm we'll very see. excited for 9 PM. <laughs> it's eight.
0: oh 9 yeah. P.m. 9 PM Atlantic, Atlantic your time. Yeah. yeah you're Atlantic right.
1: standard time, you know, in the Caribbean, we, we different out here, you know, so Move a little
0: different. <laughs> okay. You know, all right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. You got anything else you want to touch on in this podcast?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, we might we might try and give you guys some Thanksgiving love. Have you guys yes, Thursday morning listening to some some fire. But if not, until then, happy Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy y'all Sundays. Y'all be hearing this on Monday. Enjoy your drive to work. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, as always, for supporting. And Todd, like always, I'm telling them to put some flavor in their ear. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Peace. Peace.